Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever you are and whatever part of the day you're in, whether it's dishes or laundry or vacuuming or changing diapers or working on fence, driving up and down the road, conference period. Getting ready for work in the morning, winding down in the afternoon. Whatever it is, folks, I'm glad you're here. Not a whole lot different on the home front or the homestead. got some firewood that we need to chop up and bring in starting to get that time to use the old wood stove again actually sitting in front of it now it's pretty warm father thank you for today Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to and share this podcast. Be with them and their families. Guide them, bless them, protect them from evil of any kind. Help us to help those that have less than we do. Help us to help our country turn back to you. Help us to get our priorities in order. Watch over those people in Israel. Comfort them. Bring peace to them. Help them to defeat their enemies. And us as well, Lord. Both foreign and domestic. And give us your peace too. And God, my words here, please, Father, in your Son's name we pray. Amen. So we were in the middle on the last podcast of some presidential quotes, and we're going to continue there. But the last quote we read, for some reason, sparked a memory in my head uh, from the last week or so. And that was Benjamin Harrison's, who was our 23rd president. He said, if you take out of your statutes, your constitutions, your family life, all that is taken from the sacred book, the Bible, what would there be left to bind society together? And of course, the answer is not much. And we see that today. Uh, We're falling apart. And what that, the chord that it struck is distraction we're distracted we're constantly bombarded and we allow ourselves to be with distraction so that you can't focus on the truth on what you really need to do it's like when you're trying to lose weight or work out 
right? And you go in the pantry or the grocery store and for whatever reason, you're just drawn to the aisle that has Cheetos and Oreos and chocolate chip cookies and cake and salted peanuts and whatever else it is, chocolate chips, whatever it is that is your, or maybe you go to the, the ice cream aisle, right? Or the pizza roll aisle, or you go to the fried food counter where everything's dipped in <laughs> batter and fried. Whatever it is that is your weakness, right? It never fails when you're really trying to focus on working out or if you're dieting or whatever it is. It's like your brain just automatically goes there, right? Instead of focusing on healthy food or working out. It's the same for our spirit, folks. And, and really, I'm going to throw this in, your marriage, your kids, your family life, right? But really, your, your marriage, because our marriages are supposed to be a representation of what? Christ and the church. So that's a big, that's a fundamental, that's the fundamental relationship earthly relationship is, is husband to wife. Well, what are we doing? We are watching TV. We're scrolling through our phones. We're watching sports. And this is the one that got me. And this is where this all kind of struck. There's a... and, and I've said on this podcast multiple times, I try and pick on myself. So whatever it is that is your distraction, use that for you right now. I have always had a weakness or the ability to get sucked into sports. And it almost doesn't matter what kind. Like one of my all-time favorite things to get sucked into is the Winter Olympic, the shuffleboard thing, curling. There you go. I don't even know what it's called. I'll sit there and I will watch these people scrub brushes back and forth on ice and slide a stone across the ice. I mean, you don't get much more basic or, or I mean, that's you're stretching it to call it a sport, right? And I will sit there and watch it. And I'll, I'll watch it. If, if I let myself, I could watch it for hours probably. And so there was a event, if you want to call it that, this last weekend where I think it was Iowa. I don't even remember, folks. But they took, they made a basketball court on the football field at this college. And they played basketball, right? And the commentator, I was just barely passing through the room and the commentator made the comment this is so great we have so many people it was women's basketball right and and it doesn't really matter it kind of matters but they were talking about we have all these however many thousands of people watching women's basketball and they're getting the due that they deserve for all their hard work and my voice is probably going to get a little animated here folks I try and keep it pretty calm even when I'm really irritated because I think some of our greatest speakers have, but I'm really irritated. So uh, that's, that's one of the 
uh, either most ill-informed, uh, that's probably the nicest way I can say it, comments I've heard in a long time. That person made the comment that it was great for us, really probably just those basketball players, but inferring us as a nation that we have tens of thousands of people sitting in a football stadium watching women's basketball and that they're finally getting their due for their hard work. Okay, A, sports is a game and it doesn't matter at the end of the day. There's a lot of lessons that you can learn. I learned a lot. I happen to play college sports. So, man, this is, you want to talk about the alcoholic telling you the dangers. We have gotten sucked in to being sports-centric in this nation. Where are the churches filled with that many people across the nation? Where's that drive, that desire? We're losing our nation. It's, it's literally falling apart in front of us, and our marriages, a lot of us too, and yet we want to sit here and be proud about how many thousands of people are watching sports. Folks, if... If you're watching hours of TV, and again, you got to fill in the blank here for yourself, folks. Whatever it is, if you're a workout fiend, like if you spend hours a day in the gym, or, or if you're a hunter that is gone every single weekend and you just shift from one season to the next while your family's still at home, uh, or if you, I like reading too, if you, if you go and disappear to bookstores for hours a day without your family, okay, and, and there's some of these things that you can do as a family to a certain extent, and there's some of them that you can't, and we just use it as an excuse to pretend like we're still being a family, right? But if you're sitting there staring at a screen on your phone, on Amazon, on Hulu, if you're putting hours into that each week, you're becoming less than who you should be, A. You're not being a good steward of the resources that God has given you. B, if you're married, your marriage is suffering, 100%, without doubt, folks. And, and don't even pretend like you can sit together on the same couch and stare at a screen for hours a day and that somehow you're being together, that you're creating intimacy. You're not. And if you have children, they're suffering. You're not interacting with them. You're not looking at them face to face. You're not spending time talking to them, sitting, listening to them, doing something with them. And I am not one of those proponents, like you've got to be doing stuff with your children all the time. Kids need to be bored. They need to figure stuff out on their own too. But don't use that as an excuse so you could sit and stare at your phone or the TV for hours on end. You're just lying to yourself. And I could keep on rambling here, folks, but I won't. Uh, the point is, our priorities are so far out of line, it's not even, it's, it's, it's laughable that we think that we're doing a good job. It's laughable that we think thousands, tens of thousands of people sitting around watching sports for hours on end is a good sign. It's laughable. Uh, it's it's absolutely it's we're doing this to ourselves
Ronald Reagan, 40th president, inside the Bible's pages lie all the answers to all the problems man has ever known. It is my firm belief that the enduring values presented in its pages have a great meaning for each of us and for our nation. The Bible can touch our hearts, order our minds, and refresh our souls. This is the whole point, folks. It's a great quote. You can't make yourself fitter by eating trash. You can't make yourself more spiritually strong when you don't spend any time in the Bible. You can't make yourself a better spouse if you're not loving your husband or wife each day, respecting them, whatever it is. You know, for, for the husbands, it's love, nourish, cherish. For the wives, it's respect, desire, submit. You can't. It's impossible. And yet that's exactly what we expect. We want this great faith. We don't pray. We don't spend any time in the Bible. We want this great marriage. We don't give our spouse the best of ourselves. We give them the last of ourselves. Ronald Reagan's telling us all the answers lie in the Bible. Those values have great meaning for each of us and for our nation. Of course they do. That's what our nation was founded on. Again, picking on myself, we know sports statistics. We know the names of good God in heaven. I guarantee you, some of y'all know it listening right now, know the name of the football player, I think, who is dating Taylor Swift now. But oh man, if we started to ask you, if somebody started to ask me about characters in the Bible, I would know some of those. But if they started to dig a little deeper and started to ask me about who was Bonhoeffer? What about Calvin? What about some of these names I've read on this podcast even from the Founders Bible or the Patriots Bible? Oh, no, I don't know those off the top of my head. shows us where our priorities are, folks. It really does, myself included, foremost among them. Warren Gamaliel Harding, President Harding. I'm not sure I pronounced the middle name right. 29th President. What doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. It's a good place to stop today, folks. What does the Lord require of us? But to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. If you get a chance today, folks, you can tell one person about the podcast. I'd be grateful. Y'all are the reason it grows. It's not social media. Uh, we don't do any ads. So if the podcast is going to grow, it's got to be because y'all tell somebody about it. If you want to contact the podcast, americansoulpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. If you feel so inclined, and you can subscribe to the podcast. It's $3 a month if you can dig that change out of your couch or car seat or wherever. 
and you get access to the exclusive episodes that we post each month, I would be grateful. God bless y'all. God bless your marriages if you're married. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to you all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.